Hey there and welcome to Real Talk with Sam podcast. We're doing real topics, talking about real stories, and having real talk from a millennial minister's point of view and guests from all over the world. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. Welcome back to yet another fun-filled episode. I am so excited because we are continuing the conversation about the A-word. And the A-word in this case, or the AA that AA stands for in the topic of this epi-series, as I like to call it, is called Anxiety Anonymous. Why? Because there's a lot of things happening in the world, and there's a lot of things that people are struggling with, people are dealing with, and there's a lot of things that trigger anxiety. So I said, this is a conversation that needs to happen. And we need to continue this conversation until we cover as much as possible. So I want to take the time out before I go into what I want to talk about today is if you have any questions, if you have anything that you are personally struggling with, that you personally find, that you personally find tend to repeat in your life um, that trigger anxiety or you suspect that you may have um, it her- uh, the hereditary the hereditary um, anxiety of some kind and you feel that you need some more clarification on it in the context of how you should handle it as a child of God, as God's creation, then definitely feel free to contact us here because we definitely want to cover it. The whole purpose of this podcast is to be a help, is to be a valuable resource that you can take something from and apply it to your life, to live a better life, to live a more productive life. So please feel free to contact us. You can contact us via email. You can contact us through our um, social media pages. We're on Facebook and Instagram. You can leave a message or a question anywhere. You can even um, leave it on the, whatchamacallit, um, the podcast, uh, podcast review. You can even do that too. Cause we definitely get all of them and we read them. So definitely feel free to do any of those things because we want to make sure that this continues to be a valuable resource for you. And we want to make sure that we cover as much as possible on this topic, because like I said, there's a lot going on and help is something that can be a blessing and is a blessing. So What we're going to talk about today along the topics of anxiety is we're going to talk about communication. We're going to talk about specifically online communication and how things tend to be misconstrued and miscommunicated, mostly through text messages. But I'm going to go down a list of how people falsely interpret things um, when it comes to online communication. So you got first thing that comes to mind is text messages, right? How many times... Have we come across somebody, whether it's a family member, loved one, friend, foe, whomever, and we get a text message from them that it's in all caps and our first thought is, oh, this person is angry with me or really excited. Either way, it is triggering something that I don't (laughs) particularly like or they don't respond at all, much like the pause that I built in there. It's like cricket, cricket, cricket. No. Um, But when somebody doesn't respond, that's another way um, things are miscommunicated online because 
the first thing that comes to mind, and I am guilty of this, as a matter of fact, I was guilty of this recently, but I'm going to share that story in a minute. Um, we interpret somebody not responding as they are, that they are either ignoring us intentionally, or we said something to upset them, or they just, or they just didn't read what we said. I've, in either case, if you care about said person, you take tend to take that the wrong way. And when I say you, I mean a lot of people. I don't, I'm not singling anybody out, but I am definitely guilty of that. So with text messages, like all caps, emojis, and all of those things are meant to distinguish um, how you want a communication to come across, how you want your response to come across. And a lot of us utilize those things. A lot of us utilize emojis more so women than men. And I'm not saying that as a statement of fact, I'm just saying that as from my personal experience, um, the men that I communicate with do use emojis, but not nearly as much as women do. Um, because we have a lot to say and we have a lot of expressions that go along with that. So emojis, you know, putting things in all caps, um, exclamation points, question marks and all that. Those are meant to distinguish, um, communication and bring it and deliver it so that it's understandable what you were trying to convey in the first place. So with all of these things that use that's used to distinguish, a lot of people don't go by those rules. A lot of people, and even you'll be surprised, grammar, <laughs> you'll be surprised how grammar will make a difference in how somebody interprets what you're trying to say to them. And so it's like, what? Like it, it'll trick it, it, it will trigger anxiety. It will, it really will. So all of these things happen just from text messages. That's just one form of communication online. Um, another form of communication is like uh, through social media, like whether you're in a group chat on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, um, Discord, WhatsApp, whatever app you use to communicate with multiple people at once, you have those. You have those, um, you have DMs, you have social media posts in general. Sometimes a social media post, especially when it's centered around something negative or something that you don't agree with, it will definitely trigger that anxiety. So that's another, another thing. Or you may falsely interpret it to um, be directed at you. And that's another thing that causes or triggers anxiety in a person. Um, and I'll, I'll unlayer that a little bit more. Um, also, what else, what else is there? There's emails. Ooh, emails. Oh, that is a good one. So emails, when you go to work, if you're, especially if you're working remotely or at least partially, your main form of communication with your colleagues and your coworkers are through email. And when you're trying to get a project done or an assignment done, and I've seen this firsthand, sometimes all caps is no bueno. And that definitely triggers anxiety. Um, But with that, you have to definitely look at the context of what the person is saying before you assume that the person is, is annoyed or angry with you or just frustrated. Most of the time they're excited, which is important to read the entire email. I am guilty of that, of that as well, of not reading the whole email and interpreting it the wrong way and anxiety gets triggered and then boom, I respond in a way that's not, you know, that's not conducive. So emails is another thing. Uh, what else is there? Those are the three main communications, online communications that tend to get misconstrued. And with that being said, I want to share a story with y'all that happened to me 
or that occurred recently. So there is this person that I am very close to that I care that I care a lot about. And I had gone through um, some situations where I expressed the importance of communication and how it makes a very big difference in how a friendship or relationship um, progresses and all of that in great detail. And so I was not accustomed to, and and I'm not going to say the person's name, but I was not accustomed to this person just all of a sudden not communicating with me at all. And so I find, I found that to be odd considering the fact that this person would normally contact me on a regular basis. It wouldn't be every day, but it would definitely be every other day or every couple of days. And so the last message was from me and I was like, okay, so a couple of days go by and still nothing. And I was like, oh, this, this is not normal. Something is very wrong. And so I immediately instinctively (laughs) began to overanalyze, began to, it like proceeded to overthink the situation. And I was like, oh my God. And guess what guys, guess what? Anxiety was triggered at all times. Like just boom, 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 boom. And I was like, okay, let me sit my behind down and see if I'm tripping. So, and this is why it's so important to have an accountability group or, or, or a person that is holding you accountable of something that you want to improve in your life. Because oftentimes when we're going through changes and we're going through our healing processes, whatever that may look like for you, we tend to, if we don't have that accountability, we tend to easily go back to the same behaviors that were um, toxic, that were just not contributing to or, or compromises our character and that are just not good for us. So having an accountability partner or an accountability group, and I always emphasize this as much as possible, even on this podcast, having someone to hold you accountable of something is super, super important. And I highly recommend it. So I went to my accountability group to get their input and to get their insight because they have a lot of wisdom in, in certain areas most of which in communication. So I said, okay, am I doing something wrong? Am I doing something? And to make a long story short, the reason why this could have went left real, real quick is because I all the way misinterpreted the communication. I all the way misinterpreted the silence and completely disregarded what this person was going through at the time. I completely disregarded what what was currently going on at the moment. And mind you, this person did express it to me multiple times. And I completely just took that out of my mind, didn't even take it into consideration. And so I was like, and, and I had thought about it for a quick second. But then I said, okay. No, that can't possibly be it <laughs> because of, and, and the reason why I dismissed it is because of the past experience that I've gone through in the area of communication. So I just automatically assumed that this was the same scenario happening again in my life, which is what I wanted to avoid and what I didn't want to take place again. So I automatically interpreted it as that, but thankfully 
I know who knows the person's intentions in the first place. I know the I know the one who knows this person's heart better than I do. And I went to the God of my salvation and prayed about it and sought God about it. So after after prayer, I said, you know what? Let me just call this person and see if I'm tripping. And to make a long story short, yes, y'all, your host was tripping. So I said, I am so sorry that I did blah, 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 blah. I, I was very quick to apologize. And that is one thing that I'm actually happy that I have gotten to a place in my life where when I'm wrong, I can admit that I'm wrong. It may take me a while, but I can admit when I'm wrong, especially when it's being brought to my attention. So I shared that with you all to show you how easily something can be misconstrued and what it can also reveal about you and where you need to improve in your own space in your in your own journeys. So I have some tips for y'all that I want to share with you. The first of which is don't be so quick to judge someone's intentions because of how they came across in a text message or a post. Now, like I was saying a few minutes ago, that is easily misconstrued. And if you, and, and a good rule of thumb that I want to share with you in, you know, for that point is if you feel some kind of way about how somebody texted you or responded to you in a text that you feel was uncalled for because of how you took it. What I want you to do is first of all, I want you to just, is I want you to just calm down. I want you to, I want you to breathe. Woosaw, do what you gotta do before you respond. Because sometimes it's just you misinterpreting what the person was saying. Now, there are times when the person meant what they said and how they said it, or, or texted it rather, in the text message. And then, of course, but you still have to use wisdom before responding because you don't want God to get on your case about how you responded, especially when you know better. So, again, don't be so quick to judge somebody's intentions. Instead, I want you to... Put the phone down if you have to. Just breathe before you respond. If you have to pray about it, pray about it first. Because at the end of the day, you have you are responsible for how you respond. So don't be so quick to judge. Because you may just be misinterpreting it. And if necessary, call the person. Like just and just explain to them, like, listen, um, this message came across um in a specific way to me, and I'm not sure if you meant it. Um, but I do want to get it cleared up before it festers. And I also don't want our relationship to be in jeopardy over a text message. So can we, you know, find a middle ground? Can we get some understanding here? And I'm sure like nine times out of 10, the person will be willing to explain, or if they're not in a position to take the call, leave them a voicemail, leave them a voice note, do something so that, you know, so that you can at least open the, open the door to get that level of clarity and that level of understanding so that the anxiety that was triggered does not dictate your decisions and how you respond. Okay, so that's point number one. Point number two, and this is something that if you are taking notes or if you have something to take notes with, please write this down. And I mean this in the most loving way possible. Stop assuming everything is about you. 
I'm gonna say that again. Stop assuming that everything is about you. Stop being so reactive to everything that you come across on social media and through a text message, through a post, whatever it may be. Stop being so reactive and instead be proactive. So what do I mean by that? Well, a good rule of thumb for social media is pray before you even log on to social media. Social media is built for you to engage. It's built for you to be social. And with engaging and being social, it's built for you to react and respond to something that you are exposed to when you come across a post or you start scrolling through people's posts and stuff like that and to respond to it in some way, whether it's a like or whether it's a reaction or a comment or a share or whatever. It's built, it's designed for you to do that. But there is a productive way to do it and there's a not so productive way to do it. So again, pray before you even get on social media, pray before you even answer your text messages, pray because that is the most proactive way for you to approach communicating with anybody online. So that was number two. All right. And lastly, lastly, this is the last point I'm going to leave for y'all. And then I'm actually going to do a part two of this, but I want to get, um, questions from the audience as well. I want to be able to make sure that I answer as much questions as possible. Like I said before, so I am inviting y'all to comment on, um, our platforms anywhere. We're on Amazon music and audible now. So You should be able to reach us there as well. But the last point that I want to leave with y'all for this episode is if something on the phone triggers an anxiety, triggers anxiety or an anxiety response, I want you to put the phone down, take some deep breaths, take, I want you to pray and see God about how to proceed because nine times out of 10, you'll find the answer in his word, which is why it's so important to study the word of God so you know how to conduct yourself to yourself and around others. And when I say learn how to conduct yourself to yourself, what I mean is sometimes we don't treat ourselves right. We beat we beat ourselves up a lot when it's not necessary. And really beating ourselves up entirely is for the most part not necessary. But a lot of us do it to an extreme level, especially when something triggers an anxiety response. So that's why one of the very reasons why we need God's word to understand our value and understand um, what, um, how meaningful we are to God, because we're his create, we're not only his creation, we're his children, we are his children. And so we have to treat ourselves better. And we have to Um, And when we treat ourselves better, we learn how to love ourselves better. We behave better and we treat others better. Oftentimes we treat other people horribly because we really don't know how to treat ourselves. Everything we do is a reflection of what's inside of us. And so we have to be very, very careful about what we take in. And I've said this on um, a previous um, epi series about when we... um, about how to treat ourselves. And so honestly, like if I could be 1000% real with y'all and I promise this is gonna be the last little piece I say before I end this episode. If you don't have to be on the phone 
don't overexert yourself to where you are draining and continuously pouring into people and into things that really don't serve you, that really don't help you progress in any way, that don't feed you. If it doesn't feed you, it's pro- like you probably are better off not even logging on at all. That's why I actually, me myself, I pick and choose my times to even get on social media. I have, you know, projects where I am doing things daily on a daily basis. And then some projects I don't have to do on a daily basis. So it doesn't call for me to be on social media all the time. And even now I have to monitor how much I'm on social media because sometimes you get caught up in the scroll. You get caught up in just scrolling through posts because things are interesting and things catch your attention. And you see ads, you know, that you're like, oh, what's this? And then you see um, items you might want to shop for. And then next thing you know, you're adding stuff to your cart and be like, hold up, I don't even have money today. I don't even get paid today. Like, how, how come I got all these items in my cart? But those are just a few examples. So my point in saying that is, if you don't have to be on your phone, if you don't have a specific intention for being on your phone or for logging on to social media or something like that, it's better that you don't log on at all. Maintain the peace that you have so that your anxiety so that anxiety is not triggered or you don't have an anxiety response in result of something that you see and are exposed to. So and even with people, if you don't if you don't know what to say to somebody, it's okay to hold off on responding to them, especially if it's a text message, even a phone call. If you don't have the words to say to them, or if you know you have an attitude or you know you're not feeling great and you know that you not feeling great can cause a problem with how you respond to somebody, hold off until you take those deep breaths and feel better, until you pray about it so that you can calm down, until you can and be in a space, a mental space where you can respond to, to said person. You are not obligated to anyone. The only person, only being that you are obligated to is God. And what he says goes. But if you are not healthy, like if you're not in in a position where you can respond to somebody in a healthy way or better yet, the way that God wants you to respond to them, then it's best for you to keep your mouth shut. And that's just that. That's just that's just my tid my, my piece on that. So, anyways, I'm going to that that's it for today, y'all. So With that being said, we're going to continue the talk of anxiety and I hope and pray that this is helpful, that this is beneficial, that this will help you gain a new perspective. Love y'all. Thank y'all so much for the support. Again, every time I upload an episode, y'all just never fail to amaze me. I thank y'all that you have taken the time out to send me, excuse me, send me feedback on these topics and I am grateful that they are helping you. Because that's really, again, that's really all that I aim to do, okay? So with that being said, everybody take care. Have a blessed and productive week this week and talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Real Talk with Sam podcast. I hope that you enjoyed it and I definitely hope you got something out of it. 
Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at the official RTWS podcast and shop for our original merchandise by clicking the shop button or visiting the link in the bio. See you next time.